Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 916. This day is so special for me. Even though I encountered so many sufferings, my soul is overflowing with great joy. In a private room next to mine, there was a Jewish woman who was seriously ill. I went to see her three days ago and was deeply pained at the thought that she would soon die without having her soul cleansed by the grace of baptism. I had an understanding with her nurse, a religious sister, that when her last moment would be approaching, she would baptize her. There was this difficulty, however, that there were always some Jewish people with her. However, I felt inspired to pray before the image which Jesus had instructed me to have painted. I have a leaflet with the image of the Divine Mercy on the cover, and I said to the Lord, Jesus, you yourself told me that you would grant many graces through this image. I ask you then for the grace of holy baptism for this Jewish lady. It makes no difference who will baptize her as long as she is baptized. After these words, I felt strangely at peace, and I was quite sure that, despite the difficulties, the waters of holy baptism would be poured upon her soul. That night, when she was very low, I got out of bed three times to see her, watching for the right moment to give her this grace. The next morning, she seemed to feel a little better. In the afternoon, her last moment began to approach. The sister, who was her nurse, said that baptism would be difficult because they were with her. The moment came when the sick woman began to lose consciousness, and as a result, in order to save her, they began to run about. Some went to fetch the doctor, while others went off in other directions to find help. And so the patient was left alone, and sister baptized her. And before they had all rushed back, her soul was beautifully adorned with God's grace. Her final agony began immediately, but it did not last long. It was as if she fell asleep. All of a sudden, I saw her soul ascending to heaven in wondrous beauty. Oh, how beautiful is a soul with sanctifying grace! Joy flooded my heart that before this image I had received so great a grace for this soul. Oh, how great is God's mercy! Let every soul praise it. O my Jesus, that soul for all eternity will be singing you a hymn of mercy. I shall not forget the impression this day has made on my soul. This is the second great grace which I have received here for souls before this image. O how good the Lord is and how full of compassion. Jesus, how heartily I thank you for these graces. February 5th, 1937. My Jesus, in spite of everything, I desire very much to unite myself to you. Jesus, if this be possible, take me to yourself, for it seems to me that my heart will burst of longing for you. Oh, how very much I feel that I am in exile. When will I find myself in the house of our Father, delighting in the happiness that streams from the Most Holy Trinity. But if it is your will, 
that I still go on living and suffering, then I desire what you have destined for me. Keep me here on earth for as long as you wish, even though this be until the end of the world. O will of my Lord, be my delight and the rapture of my soul. Although the earth is so filled with people, I feel all alone, and the earth is a terrible desert to me. O Jesus, Jesus, you know and understand the fervors of my heart. You, O Lord, alone can fill me. Today, when I warned a certain young lady that she should not be standing for hours in the corridor with the men because it was unbecoming for a well-bred young lady to do so, she apologized and promised to correct herself. She began to cry when she became aware of her thoughtlessness. As I was saying these few things to her concerning moral behavior, all the men from the ward came over and listened to my words of advice. The Jewish people even heard a few things about themselves. A certain person told me afterwards that they put their ears against the wall and listened attentively. I somehow felt they were listening, but I said what I had to say. The walls are so thin here that no one, that one can be heard even when speaking in a low voice. Faustina writes of a Jewish woman who is close to death in the sanitarium, and she arranges for one of the nurses, who is a religious sister, to baptize her before she dies. She believes that if the woman dies without baptism, she will never be with God. The Second Vatican Council, which took place around 25 years after St. Faustina's death, taught that while Jesus is the only way to get to heaven, he can also save those who, through no fault of their own, do not know Jesus, if they have tried to live good lives to the best of their ability. Jesus is their Savior, even if they are unaware. Normally, baptism would be for those who have been prepared for the sacrament and are ready to live a Christian life. Now this woman was at the end of her life and about to die, so she wouldn't need that much preparation to know what she was receiving. And perhaps Faustina had some insight into her soul since she went to see her before she died, even more than once. So if she was able to talk to her, perhaps she noticed a, an openness there, since Faustina was not shy about proclaiming what people should do to live rightly. Uh, and God gave the woman the gift of eternal life. St. Faustina is given the grace of seeing her soul uh, flying to heaven after her death. And so Faustina praises God's great mercy. Faustina writes of her earthly exile, how she longs to be with God forever. And she also corrects a young woman who was not acting like a lady with modesty uh, in the hallway with uh, some young men. Um, Faustina is like an Old Testament prophet. She doesn't worry what people think about her. She says what she needs to say. She has the integrity of helping people to convert. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. 
If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.